Welcome again to another episode. It's bound to be another cracker as always. As you've guessed, it's not GTR, but Murray again. Um, I'm stepping in for this one as GTR kids are causing him a bit of havoc. Well, not really. He's just doing the parent thing, which some of us have to do at some point. Um, he'll be back for the next episode. So this episode brings in all the regular stuff. Um, so with all our co-hosts and our special guest this week, Daspo, who I'm coining as the unofficial godfather. Well, maybe not godfather. That's probably a bit negative, but the definitely the um, one of the true founding people for the uh, mono wheel and it's all its glory. As always, we've got our co-hosts. We've got uh, Eva, Pete, and Alpha. And a mate, bro, mate, robot will, uh, you know, chime in every so often. Um, welcome back, everyone. How is everyone? Eva, how are you going? I'm doing really well. Um, this time coming from Adelaide. Um, come down to um, Adelaide for my dad's 90th birthday, which is tomorrow. We're having lunch. So um, oh, happy birthday look, to him. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, otherwise doing well, not coughing at all, uh, got over my little man flu, so uh, yeah, great. Oh, very good. And how about you, Pete? You're not doing yeah. so well. I'm not doing so well. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but um, all last week I had COVID, so I was coughing up a lung. I'm still coughing up a lung, and yeah, at least I'm feeling better. <laughs> just, just got this annoying cough and a croaky voice. So sounding a bit like a frog. Yeah, before the episode, we were chatting about how we liked, we were preferring this voice to the uh, previous one. Although <laughs> hearing it again now, I think that was a bit more, that bit too harsh. No, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I can take it. I'm a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about you, Alpha? How's everything going in your world? Yeah, everything's going pretty well at the moment. School holiday starts in a week, so get a break off school. Yes, and us parents don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, any any plans for the holidays? Uh, just probably go on a few bird watching trips around Melbourne, but other than that, not particularly. Nice, nice. Have a bit of. How do you forget about me? I've been waiting for you to notice me. <laughs> um, uh, you're always in my life, mate, very bright. Um, but I don't need to speak to you all the time. So now this month, uh, actually, sorry, last month. Um, so getting into some news, as um, GTR is not here, I'll be sort of filling in with my bits and bobs. But last month actually was a qu quite an interesting month for uh, NZ. We had um, two teams in the CC division, which was actually really cool. Uh, I myself have act uh, actually got an out on the second team, so I was able to watch it from both sides. And um, And going into it, it was actually really interesting because... Previously, prior to the change to auto matching, Team 2 would have been smashed and they would have had a horrible time in CC. Um, whereas with the changes to the matching, it actually meant that the uh, Team 2 came out of it with a 58th position, um, so which was their best one, um, which was really good. I mean, they didn't make it to the next um, season of CC, but they certainly... Um, uh, showed themselves and they, you know, won six matches, lost nine, but some of those were quite close, which was really good. And actually, um, and just something for the the team, um, our MVP with five wins was BG, always smashing it. 
and um and team one um their respective what, what does mvp mean uh, most valuable player can, can i valuable alts in the team there's like eight of them <laughs> there are quite a few alts in uh team two they they do tend to sit up the top of the leaderboard for the most part um but we do have a lot of other good people coming in um which is always good and uh you know a lot of people who are who are making their way through to team one which is um you know part of the way that our community works in terms of the divisional teams um but it was actually really interesting in terms of um there was no um demoralizing matches um which can happen when you actually go against some of the top teams apart from one that was early on though wasn't it yeah yeah that was early on when they were finding out our skill yeah and that's that's when it sort of gets shuffled in i think that happens Pretty much every round, even this round or even this season, CC uh, um, Team One is currently up against Traction, and they're getting a bit of a hiding at the moment. But we'll see what we can do to bring some of that back. But um, you know, that's a top ten team, so you know there is a big gap between the sort of top ten and then the rest of the division. Um, so, but it actually is quite a good. Um, I think it's working out really well, and it's um, making it's making the game very interesting and also helping with that promotion into the CC division from division one, whereas people were previously or teams were avoiding it. Whereas now there's not so much of that, or hopefully maybe less than that. Also another thing, which um, I was just looking at, which was it's interesting the way in which uh, CC is going in that there's out of the hundred teams um, over a quarter of them are from um, multiple teams. So like um, uh, OZZ1 and 2, there's, which we don't only got the one in this one, but there are 27 teams that are, have got um, second or third teams in the CC division. So it looks like that's going to be the way of the future. So those teams that are doing it on their own, um, kudos to you because it's actually pretty hard to do that. Whereas, you know, the other teams, they've got a big, um, a big bench of players that are ready to sort of step in and fill out their teams and add to it. Are the Flying Kiwis in CC this season? Yes, they are. I saw that. They've um, We've got a New Zealand team come through. So there's a, we've got OzNZ, which is the combined Australia-New Zealand, and then we've also got a dedicated New Zealand team, which is awesome. And they've done it on their own. So good luck to them this season. You could say, though, yeah. a team that doesn't have multiple teams has a better chance of having a larger group of top-tier players as opposed to top-tier players wanting to be across multiple teams. I suppose most of what we're seeing is probably the second teams are full of either alts or second-tier players. But, you know, second-tier players in CC is still really good players. Mm. And then you've got teams like Project Jur who had like three te- three teams in CC and all three of those have top-tier players. Mm. Yeah, we've actually got um, quite a few um, three teams at the moment. So it's Rush National, Project uh, Gur, and United Power, which I think that might be a um, French Power, uh, United Poland, and maybe another team there combined. Um, so there's, you know, three. Never heard of them before. No, they were they were a new team from last um, season emerged team. Okay. I think. 
Um, but they've got three three in there. So there's like three um, three groups that have that's you know nine teams. So it's almost a tenth of the uh, division, essentially one team. But just they've spread their players out. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how much more that happens. So we'll, yeah, as maybe we can have a look at that next season and see what happens. Whether we get some, you know, more threes going through. So that's enough from me. I'll um I'll now hand it over to Eva, and oh, is it Eva or Pete? Hang on, I'm not normally doing this. So which order uh, does it go? I I'll do it. I'll do it next. We'll go with Eva. Yep, doesn't doesn't really. Okay, matter. I'm just showing my favourites, aren't I? Sorry, Pete. I'm just not liking the voice. <laughs> and I, I still reckon I, I like the sound of Pete's voice. I mean, I like the sound of Pete's old voice. I thought I was your favourite, Murray. <laughs> uh, let's go, Eva. You just don't make a to you, that's all. All right. So <clears throat> um, my discussion for this uh, podcast is talking about cups. I wanted to discuss a little bit about maximising the difference between grinding and building GP. Uh, less about building GP and a bit more about grinding, to be honest. You know, um, the cups themselves are you against three other players. And obviously the game is making these cups as challenging as possible without making you lose every single match or every single race. What they're doing is they're matching players that have similar cars with similar abilities, similar mods... Um, similar performance upgrades so then your races are going to be as close as possible so they want it to make it a challenge and not make it an easy win so that way you don't get bored and uh, you know it makes you want to come back and play more i don't know what cups you play either but the ones i get i just like every time i play a cup that's that that gets unlocked below gold one i just get beginner players every single time yep um and i think some of that is if, if you're always using the same car, like there are people that say, oh, I do all my cups with Rally or all my cups with Hot Rod. Um, if you start using cars that you've never used before in cups that you've never had a PB or a time set, when you do race that cup, you'll basically get a whole bunch of people that have never played the cup as well. So you'll get people who are still... Or they've only played it. They've only just played it. Yeah, they've only just played it. So... Um, so you're racing against people that would give you a similar time. Now, obviously, if you haven't recorded a time, it assumes you're a beginner, so it gives you beginner people. And then once you've set a time, it can then, you know, match you against people that are closer to that time with that vehicle and those parts. You know, like a bit of that is if you want some, you know, inverted commas, easy cup, you know, you know, gold coins for every win, and you want to get your red, your free red chest, then you know, use odd vehicles use vehicles you've never used before and part of using vehicles you've never used before there's two advantages one is you get to learn the track from a different perspective because if you're using rally and you're using the same parts all the time you know you've learnt all the landing points and the takeoff points and the you know where to accelerate where to brake all that sort of stuff but every vehicle's different so you want to learn that sort of stuff for every other vehicle like and and part of that You've also got there the um, no no. You've also got the free daily challenges that you get. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They often they often feed into that. So you know, win yep. three yep. or six races with the motocross. Motocross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you you beat me to it, but yes, I was getting to that. So I always look at those daily challenges and I go right. 
um, do I need to use the motocross or the chopper or the whatever so I can get some extra bonus points for just doing what I would do normally. So yeah, no, thanks for that. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Using the different cars means you're learning different parts of the track. And, <clears throat> you know, you might you might come across that track in a team event. Um, you might not have the rally car available because that's your go-to car. Um, and then all of a sudden you're stuck with, you know, the mono wheel. I meant to, straight to mono wheel. Sorry, Jasper. Um, you're stuck with the mono yeah, wheel. Jasper would be with... like, what? You use that last? <laughs> Why isn't that your go-to vehicle by default? Because <laughs> um, I'm not that good at it. <laughs> but, um, you know, and part of that is trying to basically get better at the tracks with a whole series of cars. Um, now, obviously, everybody's got their go-to car. I'm going to talk about four of the ones that I used to use as go-to cars, and I still use them my old. Um, obviously, rally car with coin, wings, and overcharged turbo. That's my preference. Um, I don't use AB on the, on, the, on the rally car because I just... I tend to run out of fuel and it's, I set that up and I just play rally without changing anything. I just play, play, play. I don't even bother looking at what the next track is. I just play. Um, whereas if I'm using rotator. Mine's um, mine's um, magnet, um, afterburner and fuel boost on the yeah. rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, my works too well. that works well as well. So I mean, these are my personal preferences and they're not going to work for everybody because everybody plays these cars differently. Um, with Rotator, I use Wings, AB, and Coin. Um, I think that's a really good combination. Um, uh, uh, sorry, AB is Afterburner. Um, and because it's it's got a little bit more fuel than Rally, it, it'll last a bit longer on, on Afterburner. And I've, I've just found, you know, slow, softening the suspension, lowering the brain down to, zero, you know, to one, um, just really bounces and flies. It's great. The Hot Rod... You know, using magnet or landing boost with coin and uh, fuel boost. Um, or occasionally you could swap out magnet for start boost if it's a short track. Um, and then monster truck, I use wings or start boost. Again, you know, on a short track, I'll use start boost. Uh, afterburner and coin. Um, I tend to use... You know, now, I'm assuming, you, I, I'm, I'm assuming you use these vehicles, your go-to vehicles, on particular tracks. Yeah, so, I, 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 or do I, you, or do you just pick them randomly? No, I, occasionally I might do a week or a month of a new vehicle, like just trial a different vehicle, and just try and get it to do, you know, my PBs on, you know, set by all the other cars. Um, but if I'm, if I just want to grind, I'll, I'll probably grab Hot Rod or Rotator, and just set and go, and I won't even change. I won't even change vehicle for tracks. I'll just do cup after cup after mm. cup, and just grind until I've done the ten for the red for the red one. Um, if I want to try and get to the next, you know, the next boss level and all that sort of stuff, I might just keep keep at it. But yeah, I, I've had I've had a couple of months where I did Moonlander. I had a month where I did um, motocross. I had a month where I did, you know, and it's just trying to get a better understanding of those vehicles and understanding what the landing points are because what works with a rally won't work with the rotator won't work with the monster um will work might work with the hot rod um you know won't work with the scooter because um, all the cars fly different amounts they land differently they maintain speed differently the momentum changes so it's you know it's there's, there's a whole mix of things and without using all of the cars 
you're never going to know. So I will say, um, if you are grinding for GP, obviously VIP has its advantages because you get you get to open all those um, ad ad cups without having to wait, and then you can just keep grinding. Um, and of course, you know it has uh, other little advantages of 60 gems, so you can open up you know four or five chests without having to wait the three three hours or whatever. No, because you've got if you've got VIP, then you typically don't. All you're doing is the ads. Now that's something. Do you, when you're grinding, do you focus on grinding till the point at which you've opened up all the chests you can for free, or do you yes. keep going yes. when your chests are full? Okay, so when I was grinding to build GP, I would, I would basically grind, open cups, open the free ones. And then just keep grinding until I got bored of playing the game, and keep opening chests because I had gems from VIP or, or other stuff, or I'd bought gems. So you're opening? Whatever. Are you? Is there? So you're opening the twelve ones, the twenty-four. As, as I get them, I just open. Are them. you opening yep. all of them? Even the even the forty-eight hour one or the twenty-four yep. hour one? Everything. I was oh, opening wow. everything. Just opening, getting it done, building GP, building GP, and I did that for a solid probably three months. Yeah, for a solid three months. I went from, like, the first three months. What did you gems? So you gems, you might have had a lot of gems from VIP, but then did they drop down quite considerably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was buying... When I was building the alt, um, whenever I would... I'd purposefully purchase a car that came with a pack of gems. So I wouldn't I wouldn't buy the car with coins in the, in the garage. I would buy a car with a pack as I needed it for team events. So say I got to a team event, my GP was 2,500. I got to a team event and I needed hot rod or I needed, you know, scooter or something. They would usually, as the team event started, you'd get a, a pack in the shop that had the scooter, five, you know, five chests with the scooter and maybe a thousand gems. And I would buy that pack to buy the scooter, get some, get some, extra parts for it straight away but you know the purpose for me at the time was to build gp as and when i needed it it wasn't about building gp just for building gp's sake it was about building gp as i needed it yeah no i'm much the same with that i've got my out i was building gp for the events but i've now gotten to about seven thousand, and i stopped I've, yeah, pretty much. I, I don't think I've I don't think I've purchased oh sorry, not purchased, but I don't think I've upgraded any parts or vehicles for this last match. I think I might have upgraded like one or two parts. Yeah, I'm 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 probably gonna say the last four team events, I haven't touched them. Um mm. and most of my like you know, it, it's gotten to the point now where I'm just doing the I'm grinding for the fifty K just for the extra you know, paints and people and that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm not doing anything else. I'm not grinding for GP now. I'm just grinding for scrap and grinding for the extra, you know, paints and stuff that are available. So with your grinding to 50K, because yep. you've got VIP, do you keep grinding after you've finished the 50K to get that extra bonus chest at the end? I, I actually only play just enough that I get 50K with about two, three days to spare out of a month. Is that just with your main or is that 
both. No, I don't I don't do cups on the main anymore. Like I only okay. play I only play cups on the on the um on the alt. And I'll I'll do I'll, like like I think the last three seasons I did like fifty five k, like I get to the the bit, I do the the you know the ten free the ten free opens through VIP, and I must say yeah. I'm probably about to cancel VIP on the alt. Don't sorry Fingersoft, but um I've gotten it to where I need it to get to, and I don't really need to pay anymore. <laughs> um but I might start a third account. <laughs> da da. Ooh la la. <laughs> no. Well, um, all so, last yeah, week, um, sorry. I was, I was, bro, all last week I was grinding to get to 50k on both accounts for the first time ever. Yep. Because I literally had nothing else to do because I was self-isolating from COVID. Yeah, yeah fair, fair call. Cool. So did you get to a million points? No. Like some people? Like, I no, just can't believe I that. I managed to get to 50k. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, was, it was someone did it. They were talking about doing a season in a couple of hours. Yep. And I'd be like, "Hang on, if they get, if it takes a couple of hours to get to a season, to get to a million points, must be just yeah. you know." You need to do three, ten. three legendary status. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, three legendaries per day to get to a million. So you have to do one hundred fifty thousand per day. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's huge. That's a big number. Yeah. yeah. Like, even my, my biggest season was, you know, for my ult was my first season. And I did 250 cut points in my first season. Um, and that doesn't include the 50 that you needed to get to to start registering cut points. So that was 300, mm. 300k cut points in a season. But So, yeah, if you want to grind, use the cars. Use the car that you love. Keep doing. Keep doing what you're doing and grind. If you want to build GP, by all means, use VIP to help. Um, and then lastly, if um, if you want to get a red chest really quickly and easily, you know, use the different vehicles you've never used before on, on the tracks and you'll have, you know, inverted commas, easier races. So, um, yeah, by all means. And don't forget to have fun while you play. Most important part. Yep. Yeah. Well, from from one set of grinding of the daily cups to another set of potential grinding of um the Pete's Power events, I'm going to re revitalize that name, Pete. I love it. <laughs> so the uh, Pete's Public Power and Events. <laughs> I miss the public. You, you have some P missing. <laughs> All right. Oh, right you, so. Pete. Public events. Lately, they've been a lot better, which which I'm happy about. the The last one, so last week was no air and no cares, which was fixed parts, fixed vehicles, long jump on the moon. Um, I actually didn't mind that one. It was I was using the the chopper with the fixed parts of wings, magnet, and thrusters for majority of it. But there was there was one track that was it was no good for it, so we just used the the super bike with wings, overcharged turbo, and fume boost. Um, though those were the fixed parts for that one. Uh, that was track number four, and there was a couple of people were taking notes of how far they got. RF, which is one of our beloved New Zealanders from from our teams. 
he managed to get himself, where is it, 451 metres, which is pretty impressive. I didn't get anywhere near that. I think I got 498 that, at the most. Is that the, is that the super bike one? That's the super bike one. Okay. I so to fly that far with no thrusters is, is pretty good. <laughs> I think I had a best of like 530 on that. You got 530? Yeah. Yeah, that's so so that's pretty good. I think the the actual the world record was somewhere around 570 something. It was in the public uh, event. Channel. 572 by Lemos. Yeah. So he's done done very well to get 541. This week's public event is called Heel Racer. <laughs> but um, when, we had... when it went live, it was actually on some devices. It was actually saying initial. Yes, that's what v. I was just about to say. That um, I had it on both of my devices, like the little preview. It was called Initial B, but other people were getting the Hill Racer name. So there was a bit of confusion about that. And turns out it was called Hill Racer. Hang on, is it, isn't it Hill, Hill, Hill That's the one. Racer? <laughs> I'm not going to keep saying that because I'll end up choking. <laughs> this one <laughs> is, I've forgotten, oh, it's a time event, uh, time, time attack. attack. Yeah. Not a huge fan of Time Attack because I literally just grinded out the 50k, which I never do on cups. So I was a little bit over it. I haven't wow. done a single one on my main account. I think I've managed to get about 100 points on my alt account. But yeah, it, it's, it seems pretty fun if you're into that sort of thing, which I'm not. I am, so I completed it. And yes, it is fun. Yeah. Excellent. I thought it might be. My personal favourite was the was the new track in it, um, approaching dread because I, I know the I know the rally car set up and I just destroyed everyone with it. Yeah, that's good. I've actually one of the very first ones that I did on my old account. I got beaten by somebody using the mono wheel. <laughs> I was using the superbike and he I got beaten by mono wheel. I wonder I who can that tell was. you. Just give me a sec. Oh, I was expecting it no, to be Daspo. No, it was not Daspo. Ooh, he might, he might know French this person. He, yeah, French guy called MWDA, sorry, DRKS slash FA. And he managed to get 15.275 seconds on Sledgehammer. So kudos to him. Well done. I guess that's all for my, my public events. Um, on to you, Alpha, to carry on with the team yeah. events. So I'm taking over the team events this time. So, oh, just for just for this episode, if you're happy to, because I'm a little bit unprepared. The team event that has just passed is being called Confidence, which involved uh, it involved a really in the in the dreaded and overused winter track, a long jump in a winter track. Which I think was which I think was reskinned from a forest from the exact same forest track that we had in a team event a couple of months ago, which we used Monster for. Yeah, I'd agree with that. 
Yeah, I, I remember using. I remember doing this particular jump with um, Monster. I think we've also done it with Chopper, and there might have been. But this is the first. But this is the first time we've done it's, it with Fast. It's not. It's not a bad long jump. It's one of my. It's one of the better ones. I'd take that over the annoying Mines one any day. I actually have to like that. I, I I like all the jump ones. Doesn't matter what it is. I always find them really. So the the long jump with the bus are we talking about? Yeah. Oh, just any any long jump. Yeah. Um. I I don't mind the long jump with the bus. The the thrusters of level two is probably the the smallest you could get to get ten k on that one. But you need a decent sized magnet to be able to pick up that that fuel at a, a decent height and then thrust upwards. And the, the best the best I've seen for track two has been three hundred and one meters done by fuel fire. Woo! That's a fair distance. Considering ten K is two hundred and twenty, he's just gone eighty meters further. <laughs> Good on him. That's a very concerning. I wonder if he picked up that other fuel and then just carried up again. Yeah, because there's a second fuel further further down. Yeah, it's at about 230 metres in. Yep. You'd have to have some fuel left before you could actually pick it up, because otherwise you'd just be exactly. dropping too quickly. So I don't know what he's done. He's done very well. So, moving on to track three, it was a moon time attack, which mo most people use Moonlander on, with start boost, flip boost, and coin boost. It's... I believe that's a new track. I haven't seen that one before. Yep. Yeah, I believe it's new as well. Especially for Time Attack, we're not using one of the ones they use for stunt coins. And having that giant wall at the start makes things a bit difficult to not use the Mono uh, Moonlander. I've seen Monowheel used on it and get and getting like 14 flats and stuff with jump shocks, wings and thrusters. But the best time I've seen on that track is was... Also by Fuel Fire, 13.951. Wow. That is very quick. quick. Was he using the monowheel or the Moonlander? I believe, I believe it's the Moonlander. Okay. I haven't actually seen. Yep. I'll look it up, but to check. He is a bit of a beast, that Fuel Fire, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Or she. It. <laughs> them, they or them. Now you get to the, you know, the make or break. I mean, how many runs have I done where I've gotten track one, two, three perfect, and then I get to this one and I just flip at the first bit. The multi jump with a supercar. Who thought that one up? That's terrible. The worst. That is the worst car. It is this. definitely the worst car. Uh, actually, the, 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 sorry. Actually, the worst car for it is the monowheel, because you can't do it. Uh, I reckon you could. Oh, you probably could, actually. Maybe, I reckon Daspo's probably giving He's it a probably go. He's beaten all of us. He's probably 10K'd it with the monowheel. So, best score I've seen with supercar, I think it was about 570 metres. I'll see if I can find it. That's well and truly mm -hmm. over 10K. 10K was only 500 metres, I think. Wow, that's impressive. Have you managed to 10k it yet? I have not 10k'd it. My best 
because I've only got level 8 jump shocks. My best is about 350. Yep. Not bad. The best that's actually happened was by, is by Norkin with the supercar. 632 metres. Sure is. That would be an absolute perfect yeah. All good. All right. Um, have you got any... Have you had a go at the new one yet? The new team event? I have not because OzNZ2 is still doing confidence. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, I've actually delayed Team 3 to make sure we get it. So I've had a bit of a crack at it and the team event's called Talked. And yes, it has been talked about a lot. It's actually a really good team event. I'm doing it on my alt and I, I love it. If I can get the Super Diesel to work... I've used your tips. I'll, I'll use your tips on the next tickets as well uh, for the Super Diesel. If I can get that to work, it's really awesome. I reckon I could 30K it, which is good for yeah, it me. It looks quite fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's it is not pretty about fun. Luck. Mm. Oh, there's a little bit about luck on the water track. There's a little bit of luck involved, but you just need to memorise the track. There's not much luck involved if you've got if you've got a couple of ghosts to follow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just getting that first ghost started is the tricky yeah. bit. <laughs> so track one is an uphill distance with a 10k of 900 meters, I believe. And this one we've yes, done we before. We've, we've done it with Scooter, I believe, the last time. Yep. Um, I think it's been done with Scooter, um, Truck. Uh, well, racing truck. It's been this one's been it's done. It's been a done times. with tractor as well before. The best setup yeah. would be tractor on this team event with the kangaroo. Though you can go or for seven k with coin boost, seven eight k. Yep. Um, just getting over that that vertical hill is the tricky bit. Uh, you jump shock. You jump shock just before that. I've I've been using yeah, I've been using um, wings coin boost and fume boost and gotten seventy seven ninety five I think my max on the alt. Um, oh, awesome! And I don't slow down after the fuel like you've suggested. You basically really? land properly just before the fuel, get the whole run up, and you get enough momentum. Uh, this is with max coin and wings um, to get over no, that I first didn't. hill. And yeah, then that you, you run up that second hill and with wings, you basically go straight up, make sure you level out. And as you level out, you just fly forward onto the ledge. It's great. Yeah, wings are fairly decent on the tractor when they're maxed out. Yep, yep. Um, track two, what's that one? That is the... Oh, the new track with um, the rotator. Um, it's, it's not yeah. you, it's... It's not new. It's been used in a Rotator public event, I think. Ah, uh, okay. I've never... I've yeah, I believe it has too. Back when the Rotator was first released. First released. Yeah, it's a nice little track. Yeah, the first part of it feels very familiar, and then you get hit by this massive uphill. Yep. Which you can tackle either two ways. Try and use all your momentum from the first part to go up it, which can probably only be done with level 4 coin boost, I believe. I believe. And then 
or or you can flip upside down after after going underneath the first set and drive up it that way. Yeah, that's the way I go. Max brain either way. Yeah, I've used momentum. I've up the brain up to ten, and or up to twenty. Sorry, and I've um, you yeah, use momentum to get up and over. Um, yeah, brain's got to be max it. on that track. Yeah, probably probably getting three out of four. Yeah, I'm, I'm using level thirteen, and it works okay. If, you, if you've got it, like what I'm saying is, you don't down tune the brain. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to, but it's yeah. not essential to have max. No, 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 no. Actually, come to think of it, I think I've only gone up to 10. I haven't gone to max. There you go. Mm. And what, what's track, track three? three is the three is water the event. Water run. And this is actually quite a short water, it's a short water, water track, track as well. With no jet, with no ski. No jet ski. No ski do. <laughs> oh. You need to ride all the little lumps and bumps underwater really slow. Or you can just fly over them with your super diesel. Is this one that we've done with, um, I think it was Hot Rod? No, I don't think it was Hot Rod. I think it was with Superbike. I remember remember a couple of people doing it with Superbike and I was just you know, shocked. Yeah, I think we've done this before, definitely. Mm. But I think super diesel is the way to go. Yeah. And then the fourth, the fourth track? track is one of the watery tunnel ones um, from um, City yes. of Cup of the City of Waters. Yeah, it's called Get Soaked. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is just the yeah, time trial. And we've actually done that track, and I remember this. We've done that track in a daily run with the F one. F one F one has the all vehicle world re- world record set up on that track. Yep. And it's yeah. a very repeatable run. There's nothing. Yeah. All you ne- as long as you know how to reset a turbo, there's nothing hard about it. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, the track's called Cup of City Water Get Soaked. Get Soaked. 10K is 14 seconds, and the current all vehicle world record's 14.050. Ooh, that's going to get broken. So 10K doesn't look possible, but a high score looks, doesn't look possible. It'll get broken, but it won't change on the leaderboard because it's within a team event. Might not be broken in a team no. event. Might be get broken in practice for a team event. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and then like me, I do practice. I do an amazing time, get a world record, and then can't repeat it in the team event. <laughs> yeah, every time. Well, minus the world record. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. I'm just saying, like knowing my luck, I'd get a world record, and then I wouldn't even get four seconds close to it in a team event. Ah <laughs> oh, well. Well, like it is this one. It's, it's pretty easy to repeat. You don't really need to have too much skill. Just hold your foot on the throttle mm. and time I'll your turbo. Right. When it comes to practicing time trials for team events, if I if I do bother, I actually get quite high local placings. Mm. Yeah. That's because you're a really good player, mate. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the last five-track five time trials, one we had, where you used rally car for one of the tunnels tracks. I got fifth local for that just because I spent like four hours trying to perfect it in time trials for the team event. Uh, Alpha, that was a compliment, mate. You're supposed to say, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's it for the team events. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, well, something before, 
before we get our guest in, there was actually something I wanted to talk about before, which I actually forgot about earlier. But some big news from the FS server, um, which is actually the first time ever that they've actually opened up applications for the beta testers, which is actually quite a big thing because um, you get to um, you get to see the new um, upcoming um, you know upcoming Fingersoft products, the you know new features and updates ahead of time. Um, and all you got to do is just give back a little bit of feedback. And, you know, and sometimes your feedback might not be much as well. It's interesting, some of the stuff they've actually said, like obviously you can't lie because there's a legal document for this. Um, you've got to be over 18. Um, there's, they're not going to be answering any questions about it, um, not before, but once you do get in, you'll be able to, um, you'll be able to ask more questions. Um, and then... And one of the interesting things here was they're actually not looking for people who they're not they don't care about your levels or skills, and I think it's because they want to test everything at every level, um, because you know the game isn't designed for the top GP or the beginners; it's designed for everyone. So I thought that was actually pretty interesting. So it's a big thing from uh, Fingersoft. So if you are over eighteen and you're interested in um, getting to see a little bit more of a way in which things work um sign up the links on the fs um server page uh, and the, under the announcements so have you guys signed oh, up i have no i haven't yet yeah so you I've have either. Put my name down i saw it within seconds of it going up i'm i'm probably first on the list or close to first on the list <laughs> sad alpha moment <laughs> So you haven't yeah. signed up, I'm assuming? Yeah. I wonder why. No, well, he can't. Uh, true. You know, I've, no. I applied with my Max account, and to be honest, I'd love to do it because I want to give back to the game. It's been such a great game. It's been great to be a part of it. Um, this podcast has been really cool, and um, at the end of the day, I want to see it grow and... Um, you know, if I can help with that, then so be it. Yeah, it would be good, wouldn't it? To yeah. give back a little. Yeah. One more shout out that I actually did have to give because um, with um, Team 2 getting into the CC division, one of the team players, um, Dilly, uh, is it Dilly. Dilly's? Dilly. Dilly's? Dilly. Um, Dilly actually recorded all of the um, stats for all the players for all of the events. So massive shout out because it was actually an awesome spreadsheet to look at at the end of the season. I'm sure other teams do this, um, but you know to have someone just pick it up without being asked was was pretty cool. So thank you, um, Dilly, for that. Um, I know I appreciate the stats. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there was a lot of stats in that. It was actually quite cool and interesting, actually, some of them. Um, so now we're at the point uh, in the podcast where we introduce our guest. Now, our guest has is widely known, um, particularly for Monowheel, has done quite a lot for the community to try and bring all sorts of groups together with... I've forgotten the name of the server here. We ought to remind me. Which, which had all of the different um, types of vehicles that you could use and it would point to their servers. Um, but then also had the Mono Wars server, which has been um, wildly popular. And it actually was one of the first 
servers. Now, I may, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this right, but it was actually one of the first servers in Fingersoft that was, they announced in the server to say, you know, go and join this event. And it was the first um, public event that was crowdsourced, so to speak, um, which um, Daspo and his crew were all involved in. And so, yeah, with a warm welcome, welcome to Daspo. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to have you on here. I mean, you've been a long-time um, player of the game and done so much. Um, it's yeah, all no, really appreciated. To, to follow up on what you were saying, it was H, it was HCR Two Wars Global I created, but uh, I forget who uh, I forget who, the one. who created the the HCR Two server links. He did such a much better job. I ended up getting rid of that server, but. Uh, my <laughs> my idea was to take all these different. Once I created Mono Wars. I wanted a place to uh, put all these other servers that people were, uh, you know, tractor wars and everything like that that started popping up. So, um, and this guy came in. I think because I think he went by the guy name of Clicks. Um, made this HCR2 server link server, and it was just so much better than than what I had uh, planned to do with the HCR2 wars global. So I kind of just got rid of that one recently. It was so inactive, mm-hmm. and. It, he, he did. Well, that's that's what always happens. I mean, everyone sort of starts an idea, and then just someone takes it and runs with it and does something completely right. different. Yeah, my my original idea was just to have it as server links, just the way he was doing it. But then we kind of wanted to be able to, to post the results in there on each spot. It just never really took off the way I thought it was going to be. But it was super cool. Yeah, once Monowars got started, people started. Um, Wanting to do other competitions, and I know the guys at the PR server and you know Riders of the Storm, and um, I'm forgetting a couple of those other clans that were doing races all the time. And then, actually, it was when I was in HCR Two Wars Global is when I actually came across uh, Mori's bot, and I had no idea who Mori was, and um, I had joined the uh, <laughs> joined the server of your guys's Australian Daily Challenge, and sitting there looking at this stuff. It was actually really early on yeah, you joined. Yeah, it was, um, it it was, was right really after the... It was shortly after they did the first Fingersoft GP. I saw this and I was like, holy cow, how was he doing this? And then I started talking to you. I actually uh, posted about it in that server. I remember talking to uh, all these different pit crew members about, you guys got to check this out, you guys got to check this out. And I finally got Velky to, to look into it. He was kind of hesitant at first. And then you were like, dude, I can do whatever I can do whatever you want. What do you want me to do? And you made it happen. So it was super fun to be a part of that. Mm, that was a, that was a long time ago for the uh, for the bot. But actually, let's let's just go back a little bit further. So what was what's your um, history with HCR two? So like you know, you pick up the game and you start playing, and then what? Yeah, I started playing. Actually, I had two accounts. This is my second account. The first account, I ended up. Uh, I was getting frustrated because I was playing so much and I ended up deleting the game and then about 15 days later I was like you know I kind of want to try that again so I installed it and realized that it didn't back it up to Google Play 
Um, oh. Rookie mistake, no. so I had to go through the grind again, and as most of everyone in uh, the hill climb community knows, I absolutely hate cups. So I, uh, I grinded until I could get to the mono wheel and um, started using that, and that's kind of how everything started. So did you use mono wheel on your first yeah, account? Yeah, like, I was. I think it was that was when I was using it before parts. So it was super, super challenging. Um, that would that was actually really challenging. Right, and I was just, I was I was uh, addicted to it then. But um, yeah, I got I was spending too much time. I was just trying to beat my my personal best and stuff. And I uninstalled it, and then I was sitting in the airport one day, and I was looking for another game to play, and I came across Hill Climb Racing 2 again, and I was like, yep, going to do it, so downloaded it, and uh, all I wanted to do was get to the mono wheel again, so I, that was my goal. Once I hit the mono wheel, I really stopped playing cups for the most part. I think uh, Trophy Road came out in, in early 2020. I remember that's when I was trying to find mono wheel players in the game, looking on Discord, Originally, I joined Discord because I had my own team and I was trying to find people to uh, join it. It was really tough. I hated being a team leader. It was fun, but at the same time, I was just, it wasn't my thing. And then I saw the Fingersoft GP trailer. Whoever did that trailer did an amazing job because it just sparked an idea in my head. I was trying to get people in my own team to uh, use the monowheel in the daily race. Once I got into Discord, I realized you could get friend links. Um, that was kind of when things started to be like, man, we need to do like once a week, let's just get everyone to do a uh, monowheel. And they were like, dude, who uses that vehicle? No one uses that vehicle. And I was just like, someone does. So I started searching the leaderboards and I, I obviously saw Jebstone, you know, 73, Datto, all those guys from the monowheel pro, uh, monowheel pro guys were showing up. And uh, at the time, I think they had a team called Trigla, Tr Triglove. I think they still are a team. Um, but, yeah, they're still going. Yeah. So when 2020 hit, it was March, maybe February, I was trying to find people. I wanted to do challenges, and I was trying to become the best monobile player in the game. No one no one even talked about the monobile in the hill climb racing chat. So I tried finding people. I basically begged people to do a challenge for me so I could get a video out. And then I saw that video for the Fingersoft GP, and I was like, "Dude, I could do a cha I could do this in the daily race rather than doing challenge base because who wants to waste all their gems?" That was my first thought. The people that are, have high GP in the mono wheel, let's give it a shot. So I started asking people if they wanted to use the daily race as mono wheel only, and I got like eight people in there. I was pretty stoked about it because it took me a long time to even get that and. All of a sudden, people just started joining. The guys from D D uh, DC Discord uh, team, I had like DC Pete, DC Ice Edge, DC Jahani. If it wasn't for those boys, and 42 points, if it wasn't for those boys, I don't think uh, Mono Wars would have took off the way it took off. But they, they reached out to like Team Finland. They reached out to like people on the Vershack teams and all those high-level play uh, high players. And people just started joining the server. And before I knew it, I had 20 people in my daily race. And then it went with the 30. And that's just super, super cool. Super fun time. 
Yeah, and you you actually haven't changed you haven't changed the format format that much, have you? Like you, I know the format you had at the start. It was actually a pretty solid format. Yeah, so I didn't really know how I wanted to do it. At first, it was just me posting results, and then I started uh, talking with uh, Zoheb Pro. He was on the Verishak team. I think he still might be it, but uh, I call him Z. And I said, dude, I need a, a place to put this server for Mono Wars because I was doing it in my own team server and they were kind of, it's kind of, people were coming to the server and they didn't know how to separate the channels and everything. So it was kind of causing some tension. And I was like, I think I need to make my own server. He's like, I can do that for you. So we made it our own server and we started having our own competition. And then I, he had mentioned to me, I was like, what if we kept points? And my background before I got into everything, I used to race snowmobiles. And it's like basically motocross on snow. So I know how like... Is that in real life? What's that? Is that in real life? Did you do that? In real life, yeah. It's called snowcross. Um, oh. uh, yeah, I raced it basically since I was... Actually, here's a segue for you. Here's a segue for you. Why didn't you choose the... Why, what? Why didn't you choose the snowmobile as your go-to vehicle rather than the mono one? I did like the mono snowmobile, wheel. but to be honest, nothing against Fingersoft, but they don't know how a snowmobile actually acts. Um, <laughs> it, it does, I mean, if you if you were to come in and hit those bumps the way you hit on a, in the snowmobile, you'd be head over ass over tea kettle, for lack of a better term. So, um, but no, I, I I did like it. It was fun, but. There's something in to do with the mono Does the mono wheel behave the same way as a normal mono wheel? I, I guess I've never driven a real mono wheel, but I can imagine it does. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll would, I would definitely do all the face plants. <laughs> yeah, there'd be, I became there'd be more dick. broken bones, I think, in real life. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't imagine. More neck lips. Yeah, my, my, uh, my younger brother has one of those one wheels. And uh, he was at a at a bachelor party or something, and he was showing off, and he had his shirt off, just gym shorts, was on the one wheel, and then he he because uh, if you lean forward, it goes it goes faster, and if you lean backwards, it slows down. Well, he caught a little gravel, and it just went wide open on him, and he completely face planted. He had scars all the way down his back, all the way. It was completely skinned up and stuff like that, and I was just like, nope, I'm not gonna try that. I'll just stick to the game. <laughs> So I'd like to have a go at one of them, the two D version. But yeah. So, so he, did, we start he didn't the... die. No, 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 no. He's a tough oh, dude. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we can laugh at his expense. Oh god, yeah. It took him a couple months to heal, though. He's at the lake, and I was like, "What did you do? It looked like you got eaten by a bear." Um, but back to the whole beginning of the Mono Wars thing. Once we started the competition, um. I was really wanting to get Jebstone in there, Jebstone. I wanted to get those Monowheel Pro guys in there, and I was looking for them, and I couldn't find them anywhere. And then someone, I think he goes by the name Stark, and I don't talk to him anymore. I don't even know if he's active. He goes, I used to be on Team Triglove. I'll reach out to you. I'll, I'll reach out to him for you. And one day, as we're getting like things set up for like the point system, we hadn't even started the actual Monowheel Season 1 yet. All of a sudden, these mono wheel pros start showing up, and we're all posting our mono cards. And I thought I was just, you know, top top notch. I had five million meters on my card, and I thought it was, you know, everyone else had like three hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand, like just nothing. 
and all these guys post and they're like 15 million 22 million i was just like wow the pros are here they are here yeah. and man those guys came in and they showed us the best lines if it wasn't for those guys joining i don't think people would have gotten into it as much as uh as people did because everyone that was serious about the mono wheel deletes their friends in the in the game besides the ones who use it because if you delete everybody at least if you delete everybody up to the first place mono wheel then you at least have one ghost that you can follow so if there's 10 people uh, uh, if there's 10 people that are using different vehicles that are ahead of the first mono wheel you delete those 10 people and then you have then you're always going to have a ghost of someone who's uh, using the monowheel so you can see their line. And when I do it, I delete everybody who's not using the monowheel so I can see everybody. But that was the big start. And um, those guys were absolutely insane. And I mean, it took them years to find those lines. It took them and they were they just did it as a team. And that's why all those guys were on the leaderboards. And then we had people like PR Vulcan and Dark Smoke from French Academy and um, uh, DC Pete, DC Jahani, DC Ice Edge. All those guys started coming in and they're really good players. They know how to handle all the other vehicles, but these guys showed us the lines. And then not only that, but you have to know how to tune the monowheel. So that was the real trick. So. The monowheel pro guys were kind of like secretive, like kind of like how like PR and like the RS guys don't share their tunes. The monowheel pro guys didn't really share their tunes. But once everyone started getting used to the lines of what we needed and then people started learning how to tune the monowheel, monowheel community just turned into this big sharing like, dude, tried stability at three all the way up on air control. And we just post and we share and we just see who's the best and we love it. Like, I just love the monowheel community. It's so great. And it's, uh, it has grown to be something that I never thought would even be where it was. And then, uh, well, you then got into the, you then got a, an, a public event from Fingersoft. Dude, that is the craziest story. Looking back on that, that's probably the best moment. Unfortunately, we oh. won't have time to hear that story. No, I'm joking. Go for it. <laughs> uh, we can cut it now. It's nice talking with you guys. Um, no, so one day someone had screenshotted something that was in either the hill climb racing chat or it was the general chat, and it was Reese saying someone was talking about the mono wheel being a you know whatever like mono wheel this or something. I, I'm sure I have the screenshot somewhere, but then. Reese said, actually, I really love the mono wheel. I always have. I love what those guys are doing on the server. And I'm thinking about trying to do a mono wars public event. And someone screenshotted it to me, sent it over. And I was just God dropped. And I'm like, no freaking way. And like two, three weeks went by and I didn't hear anything. And obviously I didn't have him in my DMs yet. So I wasn't chatting with him. And I just kept posting my res posting the results and shows up in the mono war server one day and i'm getting pings at like 5 30 6 30. my phone's just going off crazy and i'm like what's going on so i get in there and i got cody and the guys from discord and and everyone's in my inbox like dude where are you 
you got to check this out. And Reese had uh, said, the rumors are true. We're going to be doing a public event based off you guys' competition. I need you guys to help build it. And it was, I mean, that was just the most amazing feeling. I didn't, it was so surreal. It was like, that was pretty what are the cool. chances? I think that was the first event ever to happen that was a that was community based. Now, if I remember, the first, the very first, when it first started, they actually didn't fingersoft left out thrusters. Yes. They, so when the Chinese, so everyone was super pumped. So we like told them the tracks. We told them, and we we understood there was only going to be like three minutes, right? So like we were like, well, we can't do like down the tube. No one's going to finish it. So um, we we tried to go with tracks that were like, I guess, easy, or like we thought were easy at least and we wanted to have all max parts because we wanted to showcase what the mono wheel could do and in my eyes i was hoping we could do tuning parts but reese just told us this is no way it's got to be a fixed vehicle and then when it came out someone sent me a video and he's like dude what are you gonna do and i just got dms all day and they're like did you see the chinese version did you see the chinese version i'm like what are you guys talking about what do you mean that i had no idea what the chinese version was and uh, someone sent me IO's video, and I fast forward it, and I start watching, and I see there's absolutely no thrusters on there, and I'm like, what? And I see how the settings are fixed, and the settings were completely wrong. I was like, oh my god, no! And people are like, dude, this is not gonna happen. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? And I was like, I'm gonna fix it, and they're like, you can't fix it, dude. It's coming out like in three, four days. And uh, I said, well, I'm gonna try. So I ended up messaging Reese and I messaged into the to the pit crew channel at the time. I just was so, I was so angry. I thought they were gonna do exactly what, you know, how, how many tracks do you run that you run mono wheel without thrusters? And you're talking about maybe three or four, maybe three or four. The rest of them to do the best map, they all have thrusters. So. Without thrusters on there, everybody was disappointed. I mean, I didn't even want to play. I was like, if it comes out, I don't even know if I'm going to play it because it was just like, it was really disappointing. So I, I messaged him and I was said, you know, without going against my NDA, I basically told him, this is what I thought we were going to get. This is what we got. I said, you got it set up right now. It's a bobblehead. You know, it's just going to be a disaster of event said you need these parts added and you need to fix the tuning and needs to be set this way and he said all right tell me the exact tunes you want and the exact parts you want and i'll add them and i'll have them change it and like two days later the event came out and like the whole entire mono war server just erupted it was it was probably the best probably the best moment i've ever in my whole hill climb racing to career i guess you can say was when he joined the server and when I was able to get that change. So, Reese, I love you, man. Thank you for listening. It turned out people kept messaging me like, dude, this is actually a really fun event. Uh, people really enjoyed it. And then, then then you had Tractor Wars, so our Hill Climber Wars came out after that. Tractor Wars, Super Bike Wars. I, I can't remember how many different uh, public events there's been. Mm, it's definitely opened up the right. game. Yeah. Yeah, it's opened up Wasn't the game for a, a lot of people. Wasn't there a second Mono Wars as well? There was a Mono Wars too. Thought so. 
Yeah. And were you guys involved in that basically as well? Basically, just du- they just duplicated it. Uh, it was the exact same event, basically. Um, if they do a Mono Wars 3, which I don't know if they're going to, but if they do do it, I hope they get rid of air control part. I hope they get rid of the tires. I hope they get rid of uh, afterburner because they're not needed in those. There's only like four or five parts that you'll use um, in the whole entire event. It's mostly going to be thrusters, wings, and uh, fuel boost, or it's going to be overcharged turbo wings and thrusters. Um, you might use uh, coin boost on, on, on one of them, but and fume boost. Fume boost is used on one, but for the most part, you could probably use... You could probably use wings, thrusters, and fuel boost and be fine. Maybe I need to just make that part of what you just said a bit louder in the podcast. So then just in case um, Reese has walked away from his phone for a second while it's going, you can still hear it. (laughs) What what bothered me was I'm I'm watching all these guys when when people join a lobby. Once you get into the lobby and the lobby fills up, you always get to see somebody right away and then... And then once you make your first run, then the whole thing adjusts. So you got people using air control part. Then you got people using like thrusters easy and on there. So thrusters should be the first part in the list. And we should have fuel boost in the list. And then it should be wings. And then it should be overcharged turbo. And then it should be fume boost. And then you could add magnet. But I honestly don't think magnet even comes into play in the whole entire event. So you really just need those parts. Maybe... Oh, and jump shocks. You want jump shocks in there too, because I think it's trial of balance to get the best time. You need jump shocks, but yeah, that whole event was just crazy. And then after that thing happened, right before that whole thing happened, I got an inbox request from Reese, and he had sent me an, uh, an application for pit crew, and I was absolutely mind blown. I didn't even know what pit crew was really. I didn't think it was possible to even get. Um, I just thought you had to be a big YouTuber. I was just doing this whole Mono Wars thing because COVID happened. COVID happened, I had nothing to do. All of my revenue had dropped. I, I do cash registers and point of sale systems and credit card processing, online ordering and all that stuff. Well, all the bars had closed. So I had absolutely nothing to do with my life. That's how this whole Mono... If, if COVID didn't happen, Mono Wars wouldn't even been a thing. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, another reason why you came on. So your MonoWars server, it's still there, and it's but it's actually there's no events at the moment because about a month ago, was it? You messaged me and or I messaged you and just asked how things were going, and then you said you wanted to transfer ownership yeah, well, to me, which I'm currently the owner of MonoWars now, which I've got to transfer it back yeah, if you're wanting. No, it. I was, so yeah, but, we can get into that in a little bit. So. We had Mono Wars Season 1, which really wasn't called Season 1 at the time. It was just a weekly event. And then I did Mono Wars Season 2. And then Mono Wars Season 3 came in. And uh, was at the end of 2021? Middle of 2021. May, March of 2021, I think it started. I just been uh, dealing with a lot of personal issues. Uh, my marriage with my wife wasn't going so well. And uh, I kind of just wanted to try to focus on things with that. 2020 was really hard. Uh, I got super depressed in that time, and if it wasn't for Hill Climb Racing 2 and the Discord community, I think I would have fell a lot fat faster than I fell, basically. It got to the point where my relationship with my with my ex-wife now was super toxic. And I just, 
we just didn't get along. I slept downstairs for eight for eight months. She didn't want me in the same bed, and basically came to the point where she she said to me like, "I don't think this is working," and I just I refused. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to be a failure. I didn't want to fail my family. And finally, I just said, "You know what? I think you're right. Like, what are we doing? Like, this isn't working." So we decided to separate. Separated. I moved in with my parents. They're only like two miles down from me. Yeah, this might be a good time for Alpha come off. Did Alpha go off? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's already dropped off. Nothing against Alpha, but we're getting some personal stuff here. So I went downhill really fast when me and my my wife split at the time. Well, that is a hard thing for anyone. I mean, uh, breaking up of a relationship. You know, there, there aren't there are a lot of big things that happen in your life and. And if that's one of the ones that happens, that's a really big thing. Yeah, it was. And man, um, I'm going to get real personal here, but I started. Uh, so I moved in with my parents and every time I'd come home, I'd drive past my house and then I'd turn onto the bridge and I'd go across and I'd pull into the, my parents' driveway and I would just park my car and just start sobbing. Because every time I got there, I knew why I was there is because of my I failed my marriage and there was nothing I could do. My, we, me and my ex were not getting along. We could hardly talk to each other. Things got so toxic between us that it got to the point where the reason why we split up more so than anything was we didn't want to be arguing in front of our children. So I just sobbed every time I came home and it was just a really tough time. And then one day... I find out that, and I'm still paying all the bills at the house and I live with my parents, and then I find out that my ex got approved for her own house. So that was really tough. That's kind of when I knew there was no going back. And that's when everything was over. So I really fell into a slump. And um, I was just using Discord and the game to escape from everything. And when I wasn't working, I'd watch Netflix till 3 in the morning. And I mean, when I moved back into my house... And everything was gone except for my bed, a kitchen table, my office chair, and my computer. It was so empty. So you you were doing everything you were doing everything you could to, es- to yeah, escape. Yeah, everything to escape. You know what was actually right. happening in real life. Like, All right, so we probably got to get your house on this. We probably get get your house cleaned up. Let's get it. Let's get all the stuff out of it. You know, keep what you need to live, but let's get it fixed up so then we can get it on the market. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, and then when I get home, I start going through things and you see a picture or you see a game that you guys used to play or a puzzle that we put together and you just start sobbing. And I wanted to do anything but anything. So when I had my kids, my kids would come over every two days and they go to her for every two days and then I'd have them for the weekend and then we'd flip-flop. Um, so when I had my kids, that, my, my mind was fine. Like I was able to like get through and I was just like super, like, it, it, you know, keeping myself busy basically. But when I didn't have my kids, I just wanted to escape and I wanted to uh, find any excuse to avoid responsibilities. Not only did the game and Discord provide distraction for me, but it just became it wasn't enough and I started uh, engaging in um, pornographic videos online and uh, it became a huge problem every time I had my kids again just a further escape the game was the was a good was the escape and it just I needed something else 
and then I was watching YouTube all the time. And then I was watching Netflix, mm -hmm. and basically I started doing all of these. But go to McDonald's and get burgers. Come home at five thirty, I crawl in bed and I just start watching Netflix, and then I start playing my game. And then I get on Discord, and my parents are messaging me, "Hey, how's everything? Let us know when we come over and help. We would love to help you." Yeah, no, I'm doing some stuff. I just, uh, I'm just not ready yet. Just not ready yet. I'm waiting for, waiting for my ex to come over and take some stuff out. Just every excuse in the book. And um, got to the point mm -hmm. where I didn't have my kids, and I got, over, I got, the game was getting boring, and I didn't want to be on Discord anymore. So I would start watching porn, and that became this huge thing. And I started. It just—I started spiraling. My my life started going down. Like I started feeling really terrible about myself. Um, I wasn't all my goals, everything. I had no goals, nothing up. I just basically was existing. And people kept asking me, "Hey, when's Mono Wars mm -hmm. Four Season Four coming? When's Mono Wars Season Four coming?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's you know, just give me some time. Give me some time and." And then back to where you were going with it, Maury, I basically one day I decided, um, actually st I started this thing called, I, I was online reading about porn addiction and, and why it's such a bad thing. And I think it's, I mean, I'm sure everyone on this podcast has watched porn at some point in their life. And it's uh, in small amounts, I'm sure it's fine. But when it becomes like a everyday thing, you feel so terrible about yourself and it affects you just not at that moment but it affects you all the way through work and you talk to people and then when you get home you're feeling sick to your stomach so you basically anything to feel better again you go back to porn just to feel good just for a little bit yeah any any addiction like even people who have gaming addictions yep. it's the same thing as i understand it that the pleasure centers in your brain kick off at that association and then they um you know, they bring, they, it's an artificial right. spike. And what really set it off for me was, uh, it was getting worse and worse to the point where it was almost an everyday thing. When every As long as I didn't have my kids, that's what I was doing. And I was watching YouTube, watching Hulu, anything to escape. Um, mm -hmm. Finally, I heard the grapevine that my ex was seeing somebody. And that hit hard. And I mean, it's never easy to picture that and I was just like looking at my life, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You got to make a change. And I talked to my brother, my younger brother, and I was like, dude, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm not really proud of my life right now. And I told them about my porn addiction and that I was, you know, engaging in those acts on a regular basis. And was he the, was he the first person you spoke to about it? Yep. He was the first person and um, mm. he goes, well, dude, I've been there. I've been there back in college. I kind of was engaged in that myself. And he goes, have you ever heard of this thing called NoFap? And I said, NoFap? No, no. Yeah, maybe I have. I guess I've came across it. Is, is that like when you don't watch porn and all that stuff? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you can do it for 30 days. You can do it for 60 days or you can do it for 90 days or longer. However long it takes you to cure your addiction and he's like just go on just go online and just type in nofap and start looking up some stuff i came across this website called your brain on porn and dude i mean if anyone listening if they engage in 
watching porn on a regular basis, I highly recommend you check out that website and just search NoFap on there. I mean, the guys on there claim that it gives you superpowers. So, like, I'm sitting in there looking at this, and I'm feeling, like, the worst of my life, and I'm just ready to try anything, you know? And I start reading all these stories, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. So I download, I got downloaded this app, and it's called Fat Track. And I will uh, I'll open it up right now because I don't even haven't looked at it in a few days. But it sounds like you started to get control of what was right. controlling so you. I've gone 61 days. 17 hours and 52 minutes since the last time I've engaged in those acts. And man, from so I, once once my brother told me about that, I, I, I decided that I was going to do that. And by day seven, my confidence came back. By day 12, I started realizing that I was looking people in the eye when I talked to them. Like I used to go into the grocery store and go up to the clerk and I wouldn't even look them in the eye. I'd be like so embarrassed. I remember listening to this TED talk about it. And they were saying like, hey, who watches porn and then brags about it? Not a single person because you all kind of feel guilty about it. Maybe when you're younger, it's like the coolest thing you've ever, you know, it's new and it's exciting and it's it's great. But I think there's a this this uh, idea around porn and guys. It's just what they do. But they have no idea of the detrimental effects that it can have on you. And by the time day 14 came around, I was feeling, I mean, the struggles to uh, stop were, were real and obviously there was the temptations and stuff were there but I woke up feeling energized women started looking way more beautiful just start looking at women differently you start having different connections with people actually wanting to talk to them and it's been a journey man and and so what I ended up doing was I ended up saying all right but it was like day seven day eight and I was like I'm cutting everything bad out of my life or I'm going to limit it so I decided to put an app timer on my hill climb ration too and when 30 minutes hits the game shuts off and I decided to leave every single server on discord I was like this is it like once I got my confidence back and I, I knew I knew that this stuff was real and I was making progress I was like I'm just going to cut everything out and I remember getting messages from like 20 30 people dude I saw you left the server, everything okay? I know a few guys even reached out to me. I really appreciate it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going through a hard time right now. I just need some time. And I remember reaching out to SJ and Reese and I said, hey, I was like, I'm going through a tough time. Is it okay if I leave the server when I come back, when I'm ready, I would like to have pit crew still, is that okay? And they're like, dude, you take your time, do your thing. And I was just like, okay. So I even left the Fingersoft server. And then the last server that I Know, my baby I didn't know what to do with that one so I talked to Maury and I said dude it's going through a rough time did you take it up did you hold it for me and he goes absolutely bro and it's just like I wasn't in a single server for over a month and a half and it changed my life I'm ready to come back uh, my house is all fixed up I've had three showings already and um, I'm ready to sell my house whenever someone puts an offer in. So that's why I'm coming back and I'm slowly adding servers. I'm back into the Mono King server. I'm back in the Fair Play server. I'm in the Fingersoft server. Um, I just got invited back to the I8 uh, community. Um, they just do it's like a daily challenge stuff. And if anybody out there is, is, is struggling with anything, definitely a roller coaster dude, ride there. 
It's crazy. I didn't believe any. They, they call them superpowers, the no fap superpowers, and I didn't. I thought it was all BS. But basically, I mean, the list that I just had a list here, a few ones that that I experienced, and I'll just list them here for you. Ones that I experienced were increased happiness, boosted self-esteem, higher energy levels, reduced stress, lower anxiety, better sleep. Improved concentration, reduced ED, deeper appreciation for your partner, better self-control, and less anger. That all happened after I stopped watching porn. And yeah, I think um, I think you know, from me personally, mine was um, I don't World of Warcraft, similar sort of thing. Everything becomes focused on that. There's nothing else that I was thinking about beyond that. And I had to do the similar thing. I had to uh, uninstall it. Not, I haven't installed it. I've still got the game sitting there, but I've never gone back and played it. But that was the same thing. It took me probably a good three or four months to actually start focusing on life right. again. So same sort of thing. And I think that's the the common thread with all um, right. addictions. But the but the messy the thing that I think is actually pretty interesting here is um the whole community aspect and did you expect that did you expect that when you started leaving servers you'd get all these people i thought i'd get a few people but man i did not expect the support that i got i didn't realize how many people appreciate me on i mean we're all virtual people like like we don't know each other we just know we know each other's pfp and the name and we see each other in the game and we we have this relationship and um I talked to, before I left out the servers, I mean, I talked to people on here more than I talked to my real in-life friends. And I guess, in a way, I guess you guys are real-life friends. Mm. Everyone kind of cared. Everyone was there to support me. And I, they're like, dude, what's going on? Like, I saw you left this server. I saw you left that server. And just said, I just need some time to get my life together. I'm just going through some real stuff right now. And it's tough. And yeah. Any, anybody out there got an addiction, no matter, I mean, mm. the gut, look, look at Gutter Butter. I respect that dude so much, and he's an amazing person. Uh, if you guys haven't talked to Gutter Butter or heard his story, I know he's been on a podcast with the Fair Play server. I mean, he used Hill Climb Racing too to, to uh, get out of his addiction, and I can't remember what he was on. But uh, it doesn't matter what your vice is, but, um, you know, unfortunately mine was, was porn, and um, it's... It's too readily it's too readily accepted that males look at that stuff, and I don't think people know how bad it is for you and how much it actually hurts you. And if if you're in a rut or you can't figure out why you can't get to the next level in life, I would highly recommend looking up NoFap online and just trying it and do seven days. Probably make it seven days. Go fifteen. Go thirty. I'm I'm on day sixty one. I think looking at all vices, if you if you're in a rut and um, and you've got vices, that's where you know look at maybe getting rid of those to then allow that allow yourself to focus on those other things, those things that are important. Right. Yeah. And and that's the same that's the same for what you've done. I think I, I reached out, so I was I started talking to this to this girl about on day fifteen, and we started. She was going through the same thing I was going through. She was in a bad uh, divorce and 
I was going through a divorce and we basically started talking to each other about our different relationships and um, we get on the subject of uh, of sex, I guess, and we um, I told her about it and she was nothing but supportive and she couldn't she was super happy that I opened up and I think I think uh, people are afraid to talk about it and you just can't be afraid admit that you think you might have a problem and and they will support you. That's that's with any vice. When you're in that vice, you um, don't want to talk about it because you know there's something wrong about it, but you don't want to stop it because it's giving you that artificial right. high. And I remember, and it's not, and it's not until you can right. Well, I, remember, I remember before I had left, before I had left the servers. Oh, I think it was right when I left the servers. I had Eva reach out, Maury. I think Pete might have reached out. I think. Goose, I think his name is. Yeah, um, Goose. Yeah, and I had a yep. multi, lots of my monowheel pro, uh, the monowheel guys reached out to me too. Like, dude, what's going on? And you were just, everyone seemed to have a story. And everyone seemed to have, dude, I've been through the ringer myself. Like, it's not easy. Like, uh, one guy said, I've been through two divorces. I've been through a divorce myself. I've, I mean, stories that came up made me feel like I wasn't alone and um, I just needed to try to cut everything out try to start going to bed on a decent time and I'm still working on going to bed at a decent time and better and cutting off uh, watching movies and stuff but I cut out discord I cut out hill climb racing to a limit to myself to 30 minutes a day and uh, just start making small changes and uh, I'm gonna start trying to eat better and start uh, treating my body better now now that I'm feeling better, I want to start working out and all that stuff. So I think it just you just take baby steps. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was a very important thing to come up here and talk about that stuff because everyone Hopefully was going to working out can be your new addiction. Yeah, it's an it's an embarrassing <laughs> it's an embarrassing addiction. So, but so know, that... I'm sure my parents are going to be listening to this podcast and they're going to be like, "What the hell?" So sorry, mom. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. So now that you're on the um, up and up, not wanting to put pressure on you, but Mono Wars. Yeah. What's Before, the plan? I gotta get, I gotta get registered for the bot again, and we gotta get that spreadsheet ready. But um, uh, actually, I was talking to uh, to Razor today, and I was like, dude, anyone from the RS crew know how to get uh, the daily rotation? they those guys know what tracks coming up and when so he sent me a list and I'm just gonna peek at it right now and I might just make an announcement right now let's just take a look season four well your next season what's gonna happen well I hadn't thought about it too much people have been asking me let's tentatively say middle of May I'll make an announcement I'll make an announcement I'll make an announcement and we'll Ooh. make it official sometime. Well, you just have. You yeah, just have I'm made an announcement. I'll, I'll make the exact date. You just have made an announcement now. So it's, it's <laughs> Can't official. go back now. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to I'm gonna devote my alt to uh, Mono Wars. I'm looking forward to it. There we go. Maybe we'll see if we can get some OZZN players coming into it. That's actually one of my questions I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, I reckon we can make that happen. I think I'll join the Mono Wars and beat everybody. 
There we go. You're armless. You're just armless, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Your cousin will be helping run it. We won't have you racing. Yeah, that's insider knowledge. Can't have that. Yeah. Actually, well, I think we've... That's actually been quite an interesting um, chat, but I think we should get to yes, some yeah. questions because otherwise we're going to run out of the effort, run out of the podcast before we even get to there. Uh, Eva, have you got I any do, questions? I do, and this is the, the first question that's in the question server. It's from a guy called, um, I can't pronounce it, it's D-A-S-P-O, D-A, yeah, D-A-S-P-O, and it says, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously now. Yeah. I wanted to, like, before I asked a question, I just wanted to say, mate, listening to your story and, you know, having been through it myself and all that sort of stuff, there's always someone who's been there and done that and happy to listen. So I'm not saying this to you. I'm just saying this to everybody who's listening. We are all here and everybody here, and, I, and I'm speaking on, it on behalf of everybody here, but uh, I, for one... Um, would be happy to talk to anybody about anything with no no judgment no nothing it's just talk and yeah I, I'd say that I say that about most of the people on here I'd, I'd probably say that about all the people on here oh that's awesome um, that's awesome it's better to get it off your chest rather than hold it in if anybody wants to reach out to me if they're struggling with what if they hear my story and they're struggling I'd be more than happy to talk about it so I'll be there for anybody yeah. If it's about the monowheel or if it's about something else, just reach out. Yeah, agreed. Excellent. Agreed. I'm going to ask my own questions now, as opposed to the question from Daspo, uh, who was questioning himself. What, when you start, first played the game, I think you've probably covered this, but what got you actually hooked into the game? The monowheel. It was just... Uh, okay. Actually, the dune buggy is what, what, what kept me going. Um, I really liked the dune buggy. It was... You know, at the time, it was uh, it was my gateway to get the mono wheel, I guess. And it was yep. That was kind of what I, and then I eventually got the rally too. But um, yeah, the June buggy was cheap to buy and upgrade. Right, and it was so fun. It was so fun. I did the same I, when I started because I I started before teams was about. And I think I did the same with the dune buggy. I think, um, I think you don't realize how how not fun the dune buggy is until you get other vehicles. But until then, the dune buggy is a lot of fun. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And um, when, like, just before everything stopped, and this is this is a bit personal, but and you've touched on what happened after. But how many hours were you devoting to the game and mono wars and gameplay and everything else? before you realized enough was enough and you had to switch off? I guess that's like a two-part question. So when I'm in the season, I probably spent close to two hours roughly playing the game and another two to three hours on Discord. Um, Mm -hmm. So it took up a lot of my time, especially during COVID. I bet you it was closer to six or seven hours. Um, But after season three... I was just doing team events and I was just doing the daily race just to, to do it. And um, probably was close to an hour and a half, r- roughly uh, two hours. And then when when uh, separation happened and the, leading to the divorce, it jumped to about three or four. Yep. Okay. Um, Pete, you got any questions? All right, I'm going to go off Eva's lead and also ask my own question. This one is 
from me, obviously. Where did the name Spo come from, and how did it evolve to Daspo? Okay, so back in back in high, so my dad, my dad's, uh, it's a play after our last name. Uh, without doxing myself here, um, they called him Espo, and he used to race, and he had a teammate called uh, with, a, with his last name Porter. So he had S Porter on his arm sleeve, and when they separated and he was no longer teammates with them. He took everything off except for the ESPO. So his nickname became Espo. And then as we grew up, people would call us Espo. And then uh, it ended up changing to Spo. And then my baseball players, my teammates and stuff started making like jokes like, do you guys know the Spo? Do you know the Spo? Like it was just a funny thing. And then so the, the Spo turned into Duspo. And it's stuck, and people still call me Spo and Dispo today. And my my younger brother, he even shortened it, and he calls me Poe. So it's just kind of a it's just kind of funny play thing. But yeah, that's how my name is, and that's just stuck. And yeah, good question. Excellent. All right. Uh, I got a question from um, Larrikin. Shout out to Larrikin. Um, great person in the community server. Now he actually had quite a lot of questions. Um, but we've actually covered them in everything. But one thing that I think is actually worth asking you, given you're a mono expert, do you think that what you carry or wear as a character in-game can influence you um, fly or move on the mono wheel more than other vehicles? So, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, and I have gave it a lot of thought. And I think maybe, if anything, the skeleton is probably the best one to use. I don't think anything really affects it that much. It's... Between all the mono wheel talk, that between the pros and stuff like that, no one says use a cape or use a backpack or anything like that. Um, I go back to Cody, who is just the mono king. Um, I hope he's coming back. He always used the skeleton, and he was always on top. So I, I, I that's the only evidence that I could see what I, uh, less less friction or whatever. But no, I don't personally. I don't believe that anything that you use on as far as the skin goes affects I have heard that if you use the if you use the if you use the if you use the legendary part uh, the, the legendary mono wheel I've heard it's a little bit less stable but uh no it's all got to do with tuning and maybe if you don't tune that well maybe it might come into play a little bit but if you know how to tune the mono wheel I don't think it has any effect at all. Just coming yeah. off that, like everybody has their own style of playing, you know, in terms of holding the accelerator down, tapping the brake, um, letting go of the brake, letting go of the accelerator pedal, tap the brake. Um, with the mono, if you're doing, if you're holding the accelerator down while you're in the air, you're effectively rotating in the air. So do you change the way you play when you go from mono wheel to something else or you, you obviously only play mono wheel to the certain degree yes. but have you noticed that yeah uh like the moonlander i really struggle with the moonlander because it's mostly thrusters when you're using it and i try to pitch it forward and i end up doing a backflip so yeah it yep it definitely affects me yeah i would say yep more so than any other vehicle but uh, when i use the the moonlander I try to drive it like a mono wheel, and it takes me about five or six tries to realize that I'm not on the mono wheel anymore. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. It's muscle memory type thing. Yep. Now, th this wasn't um, actually asked, but it was something we were talking about when we were chatting before the, we started the podcast. But you've got a substantial amount of PBs through the monowheel. How well, I posted them in there, and I think I counted them, counted them twice, and I think I have 86 PBs with the monowheel. So that is where the vehicle that you've used best on That's that correct. track is the monowheel. Yeah. Do you drive any other vehicles? Well, I don't do cups anymore, so <laughs> I, uh, I only use other vehicles in team events and public events. And usually if it's a public event that has the monowheel, I'll do it. And if it doesn't have the monowheel, it's got to be really fun or else I don't even complete it. Actually, following on on that, on the recent team event, the monowheel was used there. And for most people, they wouldn't touch it. Did you try it As on I every I single track? the current one? The time attack? Yeah, uh, yes. It's the current one. one for the one that, division. Yeah, yeah the get, one that's I not get, the new one. I think I get top I get top five usually, except for three tracks. And I usually win on uh, on the big dunes, on Sludhammer, and Pile of Balance, I get top three usually every time. Yeah. I love that. But what about on the team event? Okay, uh, oh, no, the team event, Daspo. So the... Um, the the team event, yeah. It had the mono wheel in there, but... I haven't been in a team uh, for over a month and a half. Okay. Okay. So when you were playing that, would you use... If it did have the mono wheel, because I know a lot of team events don't really support the mono wheel in making it the choice vehicle, do you try it and just see what it's like no, on I all pick, the tracks? I pick the best one. I pick the best one. Usually or if it's a time you... attack. I'll go. Uh, I'll run it about 20, 30 times in uh, in the time in the time attacks, and then I get my tune, and then I run it, and it usually works out pretty good for me. Mm -hmm. And I and I obviously talked to Dark Smoke from uh, the French Academy yeah, and Vulcan and uh, you know Cole, and uh, you know we're, we're a bunch of mono nerds. We're a bunch of we're just the, we're the outcasts. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely try to use it. There are there has been one time where I didn't end up using the mono wheel because it just wasn't the it wasn't the fastest option. But usually I can get a you know, close to eight or nine k with uh, the mono wheel uh, if, I, if it's the correct track. Yep. Uh, Pete, any more? Uh, yeah, I've just got a a bit of a strange question from Rex Zoo, but it's pretty pretty standard for this guy. Um, I don't know what else to do, so what is your favorite type of cheese and why? What is this guy's deal? Does he ask this question every podcast? Is this the same guy? <laughs> I seems, it seems so. God, cheese. This, I mean, pepper jack, I would say. I'm pretty standard. I just Pepper jack is probably my favorite cheese, I would say, if I go to Subway. Yep, excellent. That's hilarious. Yeah, keep asking the question. It's funny. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eva? Mad Max asked a question. Shout out to Mad Max. Uh, he's usually somewhere making noise somewhere. Um, and he's listened in a couple of times on the podcast, so uh, pity you're not here today. <laughs> but um, how many times have you wanted to throw your phone? Oh, I've never actually thrown my phone, but during the season, several times. Um, <laughs> When you go against those guys, 
they're absolutely insane. And you get a run where you almost have a perfect run and it shows up and you're like, you finally beat it and you're the top guy on the list. And then you wake up in the morning and you're 13th and you just want to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now it's every time, every time I get a world record, it's less than 24 hours and someone beats it. No one wants me to keep my records. And uh, it's, it's all fun and games and everyone gives me a hard time for it. But they usually congratulate me and then a few hours later they go beat it. So yeah, Fair several times. I've never actually thrown it. Never there's a question here from Cthulhu. Now I'm I'm assuming there's something more to this. How much air do you think I have let out of your mono wheel tire <laughs> over the years? I'd have to count how many times he's done it. Yeah, probably close to 20, but I keep putting the can and keep stuff in his tractor uh, exhaust, so yeah, it's even. <laughs> so is there a bit of a rivalry there between oh, yeah. the tractor and the monowheel? Like, that's air out of disposed monowheel pro, uh, monowheel tire, and I'm like, uh, puts a bunch of sludge in Cthulhu's tractor exhaust, and yeah, it's it's good fun. I love that guy. Shout out to him. Uh, Pete, any more questions? I've, I've got one from Cap A. Cap A Do you play any game? other games other than HCR2? Do I play any other games? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I, I mean, I used to play a Angry Birds back in the day. I used to play a Candy Crush. and um, No, in the last four years, no, I don't play any other game unless I'm, unless I'm playing with my son. Uh, yeah, I try to learn Fortnite and... Um, I try to play some of his Batman games that he plays and stuff like that. And um, what's that one where you uh, play soccer with? Uh, it's uh, like a soccer game, but it's rear view. Oh, you're using cars, aren't you? What's that one called? Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember it. FIFA. Not FIFA. No, it's like with vehicles. No. And like you can either do like you can do two people, three people, or or four and um like four people on a team and stuff uh god i know what that's called too it's, it's an xbox game it's also on playstation oh, it's actually it's actually on every it's actually uh, on no, every rocket team. league rocket, rocket league yes yeah i do like rocket, rocket league. league that's it i'm terrible at it but i think it's pretty yeah. fun but i haven't played it in over a year yeah no good question no i i uh, hill climb Ration 2 is my is my go-to for sure Excellent. Me too. Yep. Uh, Eva? Yeah, um, I've got one more here from Just Chill. Uh, big shout out to Just Chill. He also occasionally listens into the podcast uh, while we're recording, so pity he's not here. <laughs> um, if you could change one thing on HCR2, what would it be? Uh, there's two things that I would change. When it comes to the daily race competition, I wish there was a filter so you could you could pick which vehicle you want to see. So like, you won't have to delete any of your friends, and you could say monowheel, and then anyone using the monowheel in your friends league would show up, and then it would be a list. Um, or if you can... that's a really good feature, Reese, you listening? I've tried to talk to him. Um, <laughs> and the second one would be. Um, just like there's an adventure war, uh, an adventure star, like uh, see who like Zoro and and Eric and all those guys that are at the top of the list for the adventurers. 
Um, I think it'd be super sweet to take all the cups and you'd be able to have an overall player and then you could even sort it by vehicle based off all the times they would just add up to each other and you'd be able to see who the top player is and there'd be no more arguing who the top player is. So like, uh, it'd be like an overall leaderboard uh, based off all the cups. Does that make sense? Did I explain that good enough? Yeah, that does make sense. Oh, so so like the adventure, like what the adventure stars is. You'd have a cup one. Have a yeah, cups like, one. oh, let's see the overall cups. Then you could have an yeah. overall leader, and then you could have a a, uh, a filter by vehicle, just like you can look, just like you can go into each cup and look at each map and see who the top scorer is. It basically, would just mm. add up all the times for that vehicle. It'd be super easy to program. I'm sure Mori could even do something like that. <laughs> but yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that sounds like a that sounds like a question slash ask slash please do it. Oh, if they hire Mori, just he'd get it done. Here, Saf, you listening? <laughs> this is true. Oh, <laughs> thank you for the <laughs> um, that plug. But um, I <laughs> I think we're I think yep. we're going to finish up here. Um, um, unless there was any more questions that I think we need to ask, I think we've got through most of them. Most of them were uh, also covered in what we were chatting about earlier. I do have a, I do have a question. It's for the all Austin Z team players. Would they consider gathering your top players that have max monowheel DP and joining me for season four? I'd love to see you guys give it your all. I think I think we can rally some troops. Yeah, I think we'll definitely yeah. put that out there. The pressure is well. On. I'm definitely not going to join because I posted my alt account stats for my mono wheel earlier, and it's had zero wins <laughs> on anything. Um, I'll see you there. You better be ready. I am ready. Bring it, brother. Since you posted your <laughs> yeah, unfortunately since you posted yours. Yeah, mate has no thumbs, so he won't be playing. <laughs> I will post my card right now so you guys can take a look at it. It's not uh, as of today, but it's just a few days ago. And uh, there, it's in the it's in the guest community guest chat right now. Back in the day, before I started Mono Wars, I used used the Mono Wheel in cups. It was a terrible one for cups, but you can see how. You- Twenty-four million. That's impressive. That's a that's a lot more than mine. My goal is by the end of season four, I'll have thirty million. (laughs) But I don't know if that's realistic. When I first started season one, I had five million meter. That was April of twenty twenty. Well, thanks for all of this, um, Despo. It's been great chatting to you. It's been an honor to be here. You know, we put it forward to you. You've you've done a few shout outs and a few name mentions during the podcast. Is there anyone? else you'd like to shout out to before we finish uh, well, up here all the guys from the mono wheel pro crew uh for teaching everyone that's in the mono wars how to run the tracks and everything like that those guys are awesome you mean you got Dado, you got um 73 jebstone uh sandoken um mcjack but uh there's some up and coming guys i mean they got like uh dc uh, Jahani, who was the model king of season three. You have Cody, who was season two. Unfortunately, his account was banned. 
Um, but I believe he is he is working on one. He's staying on the DL right now. I don't know if anyone knows. I, maybe I shouldn't even say anything, but I hope he comes back. And then uh, if I were to make a prediction who's going to win season four, it would be Dark Smoke uh, from the French Academy, the guy that beat you in that uh, um, that public event. I think that was Eva or whoever was talking. Uh, Pete, Pete it, was mentioning about it. Yeah, and then uh, Vulcan too. Vulcan's a beast. Um, Cole, he's getting there. You know, he's finally got his stuff maxed. You got so many different players that are just so good. Lou Bob is an absolute stud. Um, all those DC boys. So we got to get some Austin's, Austin Z. You got uh, Rude Boy, who doesn't uh, play anymore, unfortunately. But um, at, least, at least to my knowledge, he used to be on on uh, Stars and Stripes and uh, Legion. But, um, and then LHT... Love all you guys. Ah, very cool. So, yeah, again, thanks for coming on. Our next guest next week is... Who wants to do that announcement? Pete. Oh, I don't even know who it is. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't looked. Oh, then you can't do the announcement, can you? Um, um, uh, Bro yes. wants to announce that our beloved team chief, Goose, will be on the show in two weeks. May out. There you go. Mate's first announcement for um, the next guest. Um, I don't <laughs> think we'll make that a habit. But it is Goose who's coming on. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll, that'll be a great chat there. I actually don't know who the one after We're that is. We're working on that at the moment. Because I was going to give a hint, but I actually don't know We're who it is. We're hoping it's an international player, so we'll see. I do have a request um for someone to come on and obviously like Vereshack would be sweet to have on there but who the who, whoever does the nemesis news i think he'd be very interesting to get that guy on to talk that would be data that's a gtr's friend data from the fair play server the data and then uh, what's his name uh, there's another guy who does all of the leaderboards at least he used to do it the fair play server is that data now is that data now yes that's, I think I think Data still does it, but we um, need to check, double check that. I think maybe one of the Racing Legend uh, players also helps out with stats. I don't think you've ever spoken this much, mate. Good to hear from you, mate. Have you been spending a lot of? I think you've been spending too much time <laughs> no, he's with GTR. Been, he's been going to the um, zeros and ones gym, working out. Oh, Vitter! Vitter is who I was thinking of. <laughs> Yes, high school and uni, I did a bit on um, like maths and physics and stats was stuff I actually studied. I actually do enjoy data's stats. They're actually some really good information in that. Um, so kudos to those guys for spending the time doing that. We're at the end of um, uh, this one and we'll see you back again in two weeks with Goose for episode 12. We'll see you later. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.